Blog Talk Radio. director, producer of the film Pig Killer. Chad, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I just want to preface this to start with, everybody. Um, how do I put this? If this, this is a fan, I love this film personally, but if you have a girlfriend and you guys have just done one of those nights where she's like, well, let's watch my movie, and then we can watch any movie you want to. That's great. You know, we've all been there. Um, if she puts on Christmas in Connecticut on the Harmark channel or something, do not put on Pig Killer after when it's your turn. You will well, first off, find a girl that better suits you um, and your interests, because a mainstream girl is going to run from this movie. It is, it is very disturbing and graphic, and it's just wonderful in the Grand Grion uh, Victorian Paris sensibility. I love this film. Oh, um, oh that's great. Chad, it's, a, how, it's, it's the perfect well, Rorschach test for uh, dating. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, or, <laughs> hey, if you do have that annoying girl and you've been looking for a way to let her out, get out of it easy, this might be your solution. Um, I'm teasing, of course, but this is a graphic. I have all kind. I'm I'm not in the film business. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people and stuff, but I'm a cinephile. I'm that friend that you have with the backyard movie theater, you know, and makes you watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Subtitles and stuff. So I'm into it, you know. Oh, and um, I I love cinema as an art. I, I just it's it's wonderful. Um, but I have friends that are hardcore. They're in your, they swim in the pond that Chad likes to create. And they're kind of annoying <laughs> to watch a film with sometimes because they're like, my guy's spleen didn't explode in the, the right way. And I'm like, how do you know what an exploding spleen looks like? It looked like a, a spleen exploding to me. But they would not have any of those complaints with your film. Your film um, was amazing. No, it isn't just a gore fest from start to finish. There's a great story here. A, a great villain. Um, this is a, a, a biopic, uh, probably somewhat embellished a little bit, I'm hoping, uh, but probably not, you know. I, I watched the news. Not man. much. Um, not much. Jesus Christ. Um, were you all, you've always wanted to be a filmmaker, right? Like growing up, little Chef yeah. Baron, running around Canada? <laughs> yes, actually, you um, know, I I grew up on a farm in uh, Minnesota, so I can, my life kind of paralleled uh, Willie's. So oh. It was a very easy thing to kind of get into his head. <laughs> so you worked early in the morning. Yeah, we, we hopefully yeah, not, early you in know. the morning, early to bed, early to No, I think, mm. you know, my thing with my outlet, you know, luckily I had a creative outlet for, uh, you know, films and whatnot, whereas I could totally understand how someone like Willie could not have that outlet and then go and start killing people. You know, it's a very, you know, <laughs> the, the line, but the, 
the the line between crazy and uncrazy is you know very slim, and I think yeah, you know, he just was on the wrong side of it all. Absolutely, and I don't want to give anything away. I want people to see this film because it's, it's magnificent. Um, there's allusions that you make in the film to kind of a messed up, a fucked up upbringing. You know what I mean with his mom and stuff, and and there there's there's. Uh, there's a, a backstory, but you really, the film doesn't focus on that. The film focuses on this guy is just wackadoodle. You know, he is nutso. And, um, and the way it was shot, almost, it almost seemed like a little slice of his, his perspective, you know, with uh, those jump cuts and whatnot. Brilliant, man. Sure, sure, sure. You paint with oh, a harsh you. brush in this film. And I, I appreciated it, you know? That's well, I think, me. you know, that's what the whole true story aspect, you have to uh, kind of be as uh, real as it was. So, you know, I tried to go as graphic as we could uh, <laughs> could go and, you know, still make people, uh, you know, entertained. Absolutely. Absolutely. This was – now, had you always been a horror guy? You're, you're, this is your, your, your world? Yeah, no, growing up, you know, it was always glued to a little black and white uh, – Color or a little black and white television watching, you know, Twilight Zone, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Outer Limits. Oh, yeah. I mean, all these shows that kind of just influenced and, you know, were the comfort of, uh, you know, a, a childhood that I had. So it, it was kind of just a natural jump to kind of stick in the, the realm that I enjoy the, the most. It gives you the most freedom to do things, whether it's you can put comedy in there, you can put gore, you can put suspense, you can put noir, you can put uh, Western, you can do all these things within the horror genre, and, you, you know, you're, you're safe to have you know, the, let the imagination go wild. Absolutely. And, then, you know, there's something about horror. I get, you know, I, like I said, I paint a lot, and that, that, that's what I, that's my real job. That's what I do for a living. And at least once every week or two, I'll get an email from some pissed off person, you know, how can you paint this right. horrible painting? You know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? That painting looks great. And they're like, no, the subject matter. Michael, like, well, you poison the guy's drink. What do you, you know, glamorous women up to right. That's my kind of my thing, you know. And um, I said, but it's art. It doesn't mean I would want that to happen to me or anybody else. It's 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 a creative outlet. But people love it, you know. I live in South Florida. I can drive three hours north to a little town called Orlando, and there's theme parks built upon. Even Disney, roller coasters and terror and, and scaring people—they like it. They, right. we crave it. I think. Um, no, I agree. You know, you know there's, a, there's a need for it. <laughs> and now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Excuse me? What happened to my grocery store? <laughs> this is your grocery store. No, this is a... A farmer's market? Yes. Well, sure. Any grocery store is like a farmer's market when you shop fresh from Florida. Fresh from Florida produce is locally grown by Florida farmers and always sold in season at the peak of freshness. Well, that's a fresh new way to shop. Fresh from Florida brings the farmer's market to wherever you buy groceries. Look for our logo or ask for Fresh from Florida. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. 
It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I always tell people, I think in history, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure the the first horror instance was a bunch of pre-humans gathered around a fire and they you know, they they can see a little bit because of the fire, but then there's dark and they hear a twig snap out in that darkness. Right. right. Not good. <laughs> not you good. know, yeah. not good. 
And ever since then, there's almost been a yearning for it. So I have no problem with horror films. I think they're fantastic and done well. This is done well. Um, was this, this was all practical effects and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, no, it was, you know, film shot in 12 days, uh, you know, run and gun and, you know, using Joe Castro does, you know, he's worked on the last few films for special effects and he just does an, an amazing job and uh, keep using them again and again. Can you, Chad, let me just ask you, like as an artist, can you believe this is your job? And can you believe Joe has a job doing it? It's amazing, you know? What a world we live in. No, I mean, I think that's the whole thing. Find what you love to do and and just do it. Exactly. And and just, this is, before I started doing the show, the podcast here, I did not realize that movie time is different than the linear time me and all the other civilians out here are used to. I would turn on the TV and and flip a movie on or something or a show and think, yeah, they paint, they, they they didn't paint, they, they made this last month, you know? I learned after starting doing the podcast that no, this stuff is hard. It takes time and money and, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of moving parts. (laughs) Um, Was this a long, from concept, from the idea of it to where we are right now, was that a long process? Uh, let me, when did we meet at this restaurant and have the first meeting and before we start shooting? Till now. Uh, it was probably June, July of the year. Yeah, we met at June, uh, actually July of 2022 to have the production meeting and, you know, with the uh, script and all that stuff. So I started writing the script in July and basically we we're shooting, you know, a month later, and now we're we're here after it just been played, you know, almost a year of a year of film festivals as well. So, you know, for me, it's oh. you know, time is money. So I try to get it all done as fast as possible, and you know, using how Absolutely. much you have and the, what's at your disposal, and get the best product you can. I mean, I don't sit there and, you know, I'm I'm on another film right now, uh, pre-production, so I don't really let negative reviews or anything about this film bother me because I'm like, look, I'm on the next film. That's a, that's, that's ancient history. Pig Killer is long, long ago to me in my mind. I just keep, you know, cranking them out and, you know, it, you do the best you can and you hope an audience, it finds an audience and really that's all you can hope for. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had paintings like that where, uh, you know, I, I finished the painting, I look at it and I'm like, well, Jamie, you've changed our history. This is going to get you in the book, you know? And um, <laughs> go to the gallery, and people walk right by, and you're like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" <laughs> you know, right. ones I'm so sure. And then I've had ones that I've done, and I'm like, "Well, I guess this will fill some all space." Um, and that's the one people love. Right. It's you can never tell. You know, it's sometimes you can make an educated guess, but yeah, it'll do what it does. I. I think your film definitely will find an, uh, it, its market because there's not a lot like it that, there's, that is done in this way. There's comedy in this that works. So you get a break from some of the zany. There's comedic aspects to it. The cast, oh, my God. Did you use a casting company or something? I mean, you have a great cast in this. You know, are these people you yeah, know? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff – Jeff Olin did the casting and, you know, he found some really great people. A lot of people I've worked with before on other films who I knew were going to, you know, not only show up, but they were also going to give a good performance and not complain. Right. And, you know, that's always a plus. 
But uh, Jeff, he found Jake Busey. He knew he was friends with uh, his uh, father's um, wife. And uh, he got the script to him. Jake loved the script. And then it kind of, we met, and uh, he was a great guy. And it kind of just all fell into place. It was one of those things that was you know, oh, kind of amazing. meant to be. That's amazing. It's so cool. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man now, but it, it, it's nice to when, it, when you see it, when things kind of fall into place. You know, you're like, I'm on the right path. Things are falling into place. You know, because that had the right. opposite of that. <laughs> you know. Like, sure, of course. Um, well, this is no, fantastic. I mean, I meet some people. That, I meet a lot of people who you know on a crew or the cast who you haven't worked with before, and they you know they're hemming and hawing or they're on the fence about doing it. And I always just step back and look. You know, it's a ten-day shoot. I mean, it'll be forgotten before right. it starts. So, you know, all the pain and the misery that you might go through is so minor in the scheme of things for a movie that you know. Luckily, you know, Breaking Glass Pictures is doing an amazing job on the promotion and the release of it. So when you find people like that who are as passionate as you about film, whether it's a distributor, an actor, or whatever it is, it comes full circle, and at least you can know that you've done your best, they're doing their best, and if the audience digs it, great. If they don't, at least, you know, it's out there for them to, you know, take a crap on. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I hear you. I hear you. Let me ask you, you know, <laughs> when the uh, the Dahmer thing drops, the Internet's full of crazy people. Um, maybe not. Sure. Willie crazy, but there's there's crazy people out there. You know, now the big yesterday I was just reading some stuff where everybody's freaking out. Yeah, it's I don't know. I think it's a little disturbing. Forty year old guys bitching about a comic book movie. You know, um, I'm like right. dude, don't you guys? You know, there's girls in the world. Are you kidding me? Anyway, find something. To do. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, right. when the Dormer thing dropped, there was some people. I saw a little bit of it online out in the. Uh, internet of people like, well, it's just glorifying a terrible situation. You know, blah, 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 blah. Have you had any of that kind of nonsense? Um, oh, yeah. No, this kind of, a lot of <laughs> true story, you know? People yeah, no, bitching. it's a true story, and I've had a lot of a lot of reviews and a lot of bitching about, you know, what about the victims? What about the women? What about all this stuff? And I'm like, they're dead. <laughs> you know, this, this shit yeah. happens. So, to me, it's just kind of shining a light on it, and it continues to happen. I mean, I can't let the world stop or try to preach to the world. I just, you know, find a story, find the financing, and try to, again, do the best I can and paint a picture of what this guy actually did. I mean, they don't go back and complain about Ted Bundy's, Bundy's victims or whatever. But it's just kind of an hour. I think society is kind of going a strange direction where everything offends them, and they have to be vocal about it and then try to, you know, sabotage a film that, you know, there is an audience for, and, you know, it's just like anything. If you don't like it, turn it off, <laughs> you know, and if you do yeah, like it, just watch it. I mean, that's really all there is to it. Absolutely. And it's the and job the, the, the of an artist, that, I believe, not to necessarily change the world, but to illustrate how they're seeing the world. Hey, this right, stuff right. is happening. You know, watch the news, you know. Um, right. And I'll tell you, serial killers to me, Way scarier than a ghost or a vampire or a werewolf or something. You know what I mean? Because this cat sure, is sure, sure. down the street from you, you know, and you don't know it. Right. <laughs> and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free if you're a VIP member. 
You can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rockin' reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Well, very well, good. You I know you're at lunch. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. 
No, I think that's the thing that's even scarier when you know that, you know, he was chopping up women, feeding them to the pigs, and then feeding the pigs to, you know, people eventually. You, you never – and that all around the world, stuff like that could be going on. You know, you just don't know what's <laughs> what's out there, whether it's the government putting, you know, in your food or your vaccines or what you know, it's just all a, a scary time that, you know, we're all kind of – getting knowledge of these things that not only happened with Willie and his victims, but, you know, things that the government's doing or has done. And it's just the wave of information oh, that is now at everyone's fingertips is, is terrifying. And it's, it's crazy. And it's, it's, it's literally crazy. It's, you know, what was it a couple of years ago? That guy, I don't know where the hell he was, Columbus or Cleveland or someplace in the Midwest. And he had those women like in his basement for 10 years or something. And one of them got out. finally. Oh, sure, sure. That's how like, and I'm like, just imagine if you're that guy's neighbor and you're like, for 10 years, you know, and I got to say, right. I live in an upper middle class neighborhood. And I was kind of, you know, there is one cat that kind of keeps to himself down the street. I kind of like, you know, <laughs> kind of looked at him a little different. I'm like, mm, you know, um, I'm kidding. Keep man. an eye on him. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Now in our neighborhood, everybody probably be looking at us that way. You know, they're like, those weirdo artists. <laughs> right. Right. Why do they put up a Krampus display for Christmas? What is wrong with this? Um, Ooh, that'd be nice. Uh, we do every year. And it's so funny because all of our neighbors says, is that the Grinch? He doesn't look like the Grinch. I'm like, no, well, he's kind of grouchy. Um, he could be a Grinch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, then I send him a YouTube and they, they're terrified. Um but, yeah, you know, this is a fantastic film. And speaking of that, we're approaching the holidays. Um, fantastic Thanksgiving film. There's dining involved Oh, it's in perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. it's, it's family-oriented. <laughs> Why, this should be a Disney movie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> animated. Pig Killer, the animated sequel. Um, no, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> this is fantastic. So you're working on another one right now. Is it in the same type of vein, horror? No, no. This is, yeah, it's a horror sci-fi film. Uh, it's H.P. Lovecraft, oh. uh, Beyond the Wall of Sleep with I've Eddie Furlong. Uh, oh, yeah. Chad, you're no, one of my Eddie favorite Furlong, people. Jake yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Amazing. This is, this is going to be amazing. So what do you, you think you're probably in a year out on that then? We're going to have you back on the oh, show. Well, oh, for sure. No, we'll finish shooting it in uh, end of December, and then it'll be ready for release probably by next December. Nice. Nice. There we go. There we go. Well, fantastic. <laughs> got to keep busy. Um, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now, we have links up, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, Facebook page, Chad's Facebook page, and the IMDb. Um, and you, you know, like and follow and whatnot, because you can keep abreast of what's going on. Um, this hits theaters November 17th and everywhere on digital November 21st. And I will be reminding everybody on all my social media, um, and my blog and stuff. Uh, this is a fantastic film. I want everybody to see it, see it twice because you're going to miss half the stuff the first time. Um, just because there's a lot going on and you're, you know, terrified. Uh, that's good art, Chad. That's good art. No, oh, thank you. When, pe <laughs> when people got to look at it a couple times, you know what I mean? But no, it's, this is a real well done film. 
Um, everybody involved knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park. Oh, thank you. Know? Thank you very much. Fantastic. Well, sir, I will let you get back to your lunch. I know I uh, didn't mean to interrupt that. And uh, thank you for taking the time to tell us a little, all a little bit about Pig Killer. Really cool. Oh, well, thank man. you, Jamie, and it was a pleasure. Anytime. I'll talk to you soon. And there we go, folks. How cool is that, Mr. Chad Farron, uh, filmmaker extraordinaire, horror filmmaker. And like I said, this film, it, I really enjoyed this. But, you know, I, I'm into that kind of stuff. You know, I, I, I pick things apart artistically and, and, you know, probably throw in symbolism where there are, maybe there is, maybe there isn't, I don't know. There is to me, so, you know, that's all that matters. Um, to me, at least. Uh, but this is a great one. So you guys definitely want to check this one out. Pig Killer. It's, uh, but be warned, like in all seriousness, I know we were joking around a little bit. If, if, if you know, graphic gore ain't your jam, there's a couple it's not, not throughout the whole film, but there's a couple spots in there, uh, you know, that you might have to look away. Um, you know, but if, if you're into cool horror and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, this is definitely it. Um, yeah, this really happened, man. This really happened. I'm telling you, it's uh, woo, woo, it's crazy, crazy. I, I read a little bit about because you know I watched the film and I, I, I looked up this guy. Um, after I didn't really know about him that much. I, I think I'd heard in passing, you know, um, a couple years back, uh, something about it. But it's you know three thousand miles away from me. So you know, what do you really? And and we live in such a, a, a machine gun rapid fire of insanity in the news and whatnot that um, it, it's easy to overlook some things. But I looked this thing guy up and whatnot, and uh, who he got convicted of killing six, confessed to forty nine. Oh man! But you know what? They couldn't find the other forty nine bodies because, like Chad said, they were disposed of. And then the things that disposed them, they were disposed. So it was a double disposed of. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, let that sink in. Woo, baby. Okay, well, that's it for today. We were, uh, we will be back. I don't think we have any more shows this week. We might. Oh, we got something pending maybe, but um, probably next week. Well, next week's Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, we're going to be back soon. We're going to be back soon. Um, definitely uh, probably uh, uh, next week. Um I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I don't have it here in front of me, so I don't know. Anyway, thanks a lot, everybody, and uh, we're going to get this all together now and out and about. Have a great day, everybody, and enjoy. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks at Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, the Harry Hicks from Sverige, Ocknil is not Pop Rocks Radio made Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. 
agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.